What's really worth it in life? I don't know. Let's talk. My, you've got it. Hello, and welcome to the Dare to Fail podcast. My, you've got it. I am your host, Brandon Rail. Hello out there, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Dare to Fail podcast titled, What's Worth It? And I've had to take a little bit of time off. If you've listened to the other podcasts, you'll know that I am actually on kind of a pretty amazing adventure and, and journey myself. And uh, it's it's been pretty amazing, and it's been eye-opening. There's been a lot of ups and downs, and it's really only been two weeks. I decided that I, to start taking some acting classes out in Los Angeles uh, from a man named Robert Diavanzo. The class is specifically for on-camera auditioning. And um, I've been driving out there pretty much every Thursday, and I will be for six weeks total. I've only done two weeks so far. And it's kind of, it's been a really big culture shock for me. Really good in a lot of ways and really eye-opening in a lot of ways too. So it's posed a lot of questions for me about what is really worth it for me on this journey what what is it something that i say hell yes to i say hell yeah this is it this is what i want to do and then go and and do that right or not how do you know how do you even you know begin to 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 go through all that information in your mind to make a decision that you can be proud of and that's that's what i wanted to do this podcast on today because i we face decisions about that stuff all the time but can imagine when it's decisions that could change, potentially change the direction of your entire life, how much uh, weight are, are, are in those decisions, how much the expectations and then all of your emotions and then all of this stuff, and it's it can be paralyzing. So I want to talk to you guys about my process of what I'm going through and what I have done in the past and uh, hopefully get some of your opinions and advice about it as well. And I wanted to do a shout-out to my friend Carlos from... Austin, Texas. I really appreciate the comment. Uh, from time to time, I do make references to books and other uh, literature and stuff like that. And he's, he asked if I could include uh, the citations in the comments. And from here on out, anything that I reference, I will have in the comments in the on the, the podcast uh, description area. So you can check that out and do your own research, which is really what this is all about, too, getting to your own answers. So let's get down to it. What the hell is really worth it in life? <laughs> what sort of th- like things can we say? Hell yeah, you know, I want to be an actor. I want to be a musician. I want to be, I want to be a parent. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a, all these things, right? And how can you get to the point where you're just like, absolutely, that's it, one hundred percent. That's the decision I want to make because so many obstructions and so many, so much resistance comes in when we're really asking ourselves what it is that we want to do. Because it's, I've, I've said this many times before, like your dreams are never convenient. They never just kind of show up and here they are, there's this path, it's going to be beautiful, it's going to be perfect. You're never going to have to uh, be challenged or, or feel like, you know, oh my God, am I going to be able to eat tomorrow or, <laughs> or where am I going to live or how am I going to make this work? It, it just doesn't work that way, right? So these things that we have that we really want to do challenge us in ways that Oftentimes, we never get challenged. And I, I personally believe, and it's kind of the impetus of this podcast, is that those challenges are the exact challenges that you need. 
because they are the ones that are going to push you to grow the most. And to each their own, however you want to live your life, me personally, I want to grow. I want to find the challenges that I'm genuinely scared of in a way that will bring me out of my shell or challenge me in ways that I have to become a better person for me to actually do that. If, if I don't, then I, I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not, if I don't believe in myself, how, how can I go up on stage and, and confidently uh, act or be in front of the camera or go and or ask out a girl or a guy in your case or whatever? Just anything that requires you to put yourself out there unapologetically. You have to be able to find those challenges in life, whatever it is they are for you, and then go for it. But man, does it bring out a lot of, let's just call it, resistance um could be resistance it's 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 your issues right it's all the stuff that since you were born for from wherever they came from conditioning just the way that you're wired relationship bad stuff whatever have made you think that you're just simply not enough or that your dreams or whatever goals it is that you have that don't really make a lot of sense to anybody but yourself those aren't worthy goals and those aren't worthy dreams. So you should just forget about that stuff. And it's so heartbreaking, you know, when I hear about stuff like that or, or when I talk to people like that because I don't know of any amazing accomplishment that I've ever heard about or read about that didn't come from some just wild imagination of a person that, could see something that other people couldn't see and just decided to, to go for it for themselves. And, and what an incredible journey that that can turn into. And then we start talking about the outcomes of all of these things. Well, is it going to be worth it if I don't make this into a career or if I don't become this prestigious whatever or the best at this or the best at that? A lot of times I think, myself included, we get into these funks of perfection. We say, "Yes, I want to do. I want to do this thing. Let's just say it's acting. I want to be, you know, an actor. But if I do this, I want to be the absolute best actor in the world. I want to be the best at this that I can possibly be." And at at the surface, you're like, "That's a great idea. I mean, that's a great ambition to have. You want to be really good at what you do." I'm like, no, 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 no. I didn't say really good. I said I wanted to be the best at it. Okay, well, that's great, man. Go for it. And then what happens? You, 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 you start and you realize that you're not that good. And you say, wow, well, I'm not that good at this. I'm not as good as I, as I want to be. And, oh, I got to go out and people are going to see, see me like try to do this stuff and, and I'm not going to be very good at it. I can't do that. Well, so then what's the next step? Maybe you throw away that dream altogether and you choose something else that maybe you can already, you know, have some claim that you're good at, right? Something along those lines. But you don't decide to, to, to lean into that uncomfortable area of where you aren't really that good at something yet. But you got to put in the time to practice it, to put yourself out there enough to get to that point to where you could be good at it. And that's perfectionism just getting in your way. I mean, it's a great thing to want to be to want to be really great at what you do. But at the same time, 
it's it's completely counterproductive if you you have such a rigid way of thinking in your mind that you already have to be at this certain place for you to 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 feel good about yourself or to even undertake the 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 journey and this acting class has really opened up a lot of stuff for me um it's unapologetically uh kind of bleak and honest and everything that you get into as an actor when you go to a place like Los Angeles. I could only assume that it's very similar for New York, that people just aren't messing around out there. And it's you it's you have to you have to believe in yourself 100% and if you can't then you honestly should not be there. And me coming, you know, from another place, I've had some triumphs. I've had some some things that I've had to really rise up to the occasion too and I feel pretty good about myself and then I get out there right and I'm like oh my god (laughs) what have I gotten myself into because you know you're driving down the highway and you see ABC the you know the buildings with all the the production companies out there and with everything that's you know that's this is where the movies and television get made this is where it happens this is not you know, me hoping and dreaming and wanting in, you know, my small town in Arizona, which is all great and and grand, you got to start somewhere. And then you go to the places where these things are actually made. And then all of a sudden, you're like, holy shit. Uh, Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, I can can do that. I can do this. This this is no problem. But the first so the first class that I went out there, I kind of had a culture shock. And um, really a lot of doubt and a lot of fear just came flooding into me. I was like, oh, my gosh. So this is going to be the reality of it, uh, how expensive it is to live out here, um, how hard it is and blah, 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 and all these excuses and all this stuff. And I immediately went into this kind of mode of like, well, yeah, Brandon, it's going to be a challenge. You didn't think that this wasn't going to be a challenge, you know, did you? Like, no, of course not. Okay, so is this, are these feelings, are these decisions coming from a place that you really need to listen to? Or is this this just kind of part of your conditioning uh, of fear and doubt and just reluctance to to let yourself be seen for what it is that you want, right? And that really gave me a lot of pause, too. It's, it's not that you should not listen to your intuition or not listen to the things that come up in your mind from time to time that, you know, that might give you a pause or might not be exactly the most positive. But you really have to be careful with discerning what information is good and what isn't and what's going to help you and what's not going to help you. Is it worth it because I want to go out and be an actor and be famous and everybody loves me and... I've got millions of followers on my Instagram, my podcast blows up, all this stuff. Is that worth it to me? Honestly, no, not necessarily. That's definitely not why what I'm about. That's not the end goal for me. And in all honesty, the end goal for me is to get to a place where I just believe in myself and what it is that I want to do. I love acting and I love music. I love connecting with people I love having fun with them, making other people laugh. I love being on stage and, and feeling that energy from the audience and, and all this stuff. And people get paid to do that stuff for a living. And I think that that's incredible. 
And getting a little bit of taste of that and having such a, a deep love and understanding and respect for for actors and for storytelling and uh, and for music, I literally would not be alive today if it weren't for the for those things, for the artists that I love the most who were at a position that I'm at, like right now, where they decided that, you know what, this is this is worth it for me because I love this so much. And this brings me, you know, it brings me joy and it makes me have to be a better person to be able to do it. They were at that decision at some point and some of the best artists in the world never even got recognized for it. Van Gogh, I think what, he only sold like one painting to a family member or something. And he's, his painting, I think, I think his paintings now are, have gone historically for the most cost-wise ever. So it just goes to show, obviously, he had a tragic ending to his life, Van Gogh did. Um, but the letters that he wrote to his family and to his, to his brother, they actually published in a book. And I'm going to put that in the, the description here, too. It's called The Letters of Vincent Van Gogh, and it's a publication, a book of all the letters that Van Gogh wrote to, um, to I think, to his brother and to some other family members and stuff. And there's a passage in here that just really, oh my gosh, it just knocked me out of the park. Here it is. What am I in the eyes of most people? A non-entity, an eccentric, or an unpleasant person? somebody who has no position in society and will never have. In short, the lowest of the low. All right then, if that were absolutely true, then I should one day like to show by my work what such an eccentric, such a nobody, has in his heart. This is my ambition, based less on resentment than on love in spite of everything, based more on a feeling of serenity than on passion. Though I am often in the depths of misery, there is still calmness, pure harmony, and music inside me. I see paintings or drawings in the poorest cottages and the dirtiest corners, and my mind is driven towards these things with an irresistible momentum. So that was Vincent van Gogh. He wrote that to his brother Theo in 1882. And like I said, he never really got the notoriety or the respect that he deserved in his time but obviously you know we reap the the benefit from from everything that that he's done and can you just imagine if people like him or all the all the artists from from the, that you love from from the past or whatever decided to quit you know like stuff like that really uh really gets to me and i'm not saying like maybe one day i'll be you know, this, this world-famous actor or this, you know, great uh, musician or, or, or whatever, that's not really my ultimate goal. My ultimate goal for, for myself personally is to, is to rise to that challenge to really be myself. And I don't think that Los Angeles can, can tell me who I am, right? I don't think anybody can tell me who, who I am. And I, I don't, I, I don't really think that, you know, myself, I think you can get into a lot of trouble when you try to define yourself through those things. Like, well, I'm going to go and move out to LA and I'm going to be a successful actor. You watch me do that. And if that doesn't happen for you, then it's like, you don't know who you are or you, you don't have, you know, worth or any of that stuff. And that, that's, 
I, that, I don't feel that way at all for me because this is something that something that I love to do so much and I don't see another way around going to the places that I need to go to be able to to kind of rise to the challenge of it all I don't see see it as a choice so much and it's so funny because like <laughs> I go out there right I see the city I see all the people I see all the production companies I'm like wow this is okay wow it was super overwhelming for me and then I'm immediately in my mind thinking well we could just stay in Arizona I've got all this equipment I'm gonna you know I'm gonna write my own film I'm gonna direct my own film I'm gonna make this stuff I'm gonna really go head on with the podcast and build that up so you know what I don't I don't need to go out to LA I don't need to do that you know we got all this stuff here you know what's the problem just relax everything is fine right yeah totally uh rationalizing my fear my fears away and um you know it's it was just all fear-based stuff and you know there was some good ideas in there but it's not, that was not coming from the place of like, okay, I'm calm and I'm relaxed and I'm coming from, you know, a strong place within myself of making this decision. That was purely out of fear. And I'm so happy that I decided to, to go out there because I do think that a lot of times people just say, I'm going to be an actor or I'm going to be a musician. I'm going to be, I'm going to be this. And then they just go and they move and they take everything they have and they go there and then all that stuff happens to him. You're like, holy shit. Uh, this is not what I was expecting. Or this is completely beyond me. Because it, I don't know. If you can go to a big city like that and not feel like a, a grain of sand, <laughs> uh, that's pretty impressive. Because it makes everybody is kind of a grain of sand out there. Even successful people are, are, are out there looking for work and working and, and, and hustling, as they say, and just constantly putting in the time and putting in the work, let alone someone who is coming from a different city that, do, that literally doesn't know anybody, you know, and it can be extremely overwhelming when those things happen. And it's good to be able to get exposed to that, like, okay, all right, and then come back, okay, coming back, and then every week I'm going out there, I'm learning new things, and I'm meeting new people, and I'm learning new things about myself, and that is really awesome because the only way that I've, I've really learned about myself is by going towards the things that scare me the most. I think that's just how it goes. I know that's the way that it'll go for you too because if you're not scared of it, if it's not really challenging you, you're not going to learn anything, but you're really comfortable. And I like being comfortable too, man. I really do. But you, I can't personally be comfortable if I don't feel like I'm growing. It's a complete catch-22 in my mind. It's just like fire and ice, just continuously going at it in my mind. It's like I want to be comfortable and I want to, to be stable and, and have, you know, have somewhat of a, a predictable kind of life. And then there's a, the other part of me is just like, man, this is an adventure. You're only going to live once and we need to get our ass out there and we need to be seen because we have something to offer. And I feel like I have something to offer as an artist. And I know that you do too. Uh, we all do. But not very many of us will actually decide to do that. It's too hard. It's too much of a challenge. There's too many things in the path that say, this is not going to work for you. How are you going to live out there? Cost of living is through the roof, right? Nobody makes it out there. What do you do in that? Is it worth it for you? 
So those are the things that I am wrestling myself with. And I've got a list and a, a like kind of a pros and cons list of all these things that are going on in my mind about is this stuff really worth it to me? Is this something that, you know, if I, if I'm going to look back on this decision in, you know, even a year, three years, five years, am I going to be happy that I made it? And the only way, I'm not making any decision right, right this moment, but the only way that any decision, I think, is worth it to you is that if you are making it legitimately from a place of you seeing your best self and what you really want out of your life. Now, I could decide <laughs> that I'm going to, to pursue acting full on and I'm going to go out there and do it. And then the, the big earthquake happens. California falls into the ocean and we're all gone, right? And you're like, well, was that worth it for you, Brandon? <laughs> and that's completely beyond my control. Is what I'm saying is that the outcomes of your decisions and just the random things that happen to us in our life are completely out of, out of our control. So we can't base those factors in there. You have to be coming from what it is that you really want to do with your life. And then the path will start to appear for you. And then the little things start to come together that would have never co have come together before. And I can promise you that that's true. I learned that when I moved to Austin for the first time because the second I started making, I made the decision that I was going out there and I wrote a letter to my work telling them that I was going to be moving at this date. I gave them like two months uh, advance notice because that's how, that's how responsible and like how like, the OCD that I that I am I gave them two months notice instead of two weeks and I, I said this is the date that I'm leaving and this is what I'm doing boom gave it to them I can't go back on my word there it is I'm not going back on my word I'm I'm making this happen and then after that I found a job like almost immediately uh, my I, I went out there and you know the roommate situation I had didn't didn't work out and then I was like living in a freaking hotel for like two weeks but I kept telling myself that great things were coming and that they were gonna they were gonna happen and they did I found a, an amazing place to live with great roommates and I had a hell of a time out there uh, man that I if I wouldn't have made that 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 journey that freaking terrifying. Uh, trip out there by myself to, to completely start over and to learn just about myself and what it is that I really wanted. I can't tell you how many amazing relationships and experiences that I would have completely missed out on. And were, were there bad things that happened? Of course there were. I don't, there, there's absolutely no decision in life that you're going to make that doesn't have some things that just don't work out. But when you're on the right path, man, when you're really going towards what it is that you want, you don't look back and see all the bad. You really don't. You look back and you say, man, I remember that time that I was a volunteer at South by Southwest and I'm standing on the corner of uh, South uh, Lamar at a bus stop directing traffic for, for where, because South by Southwest is this big uh, music festival and I was telling, my part of my job was to tell people where to go. And I randomly met this person who was a manager for this band called Ghost Bunny. And they were looking for a drummer. I gave him my card. And I found an awesome band that I, that I played with for two years out there. And we went and we traveled all throughout Texas and 
those guys are still, you know, like my brothers and some of my, my best friends. All because I was, I was, I volunteered for something and I was just talking to the strangers and the people that were around me. That's it. And having that, I don't know how many things in life that are amazing, that, that are completely transformative, simply happen from a decision that you made to just go and try it and, and, and put yourself in there. Decide that what it is that you want to do and let all the other garbage be what it's going to be. And there's this quote uh, that's always been so amazing in terms of just deciding on something and, and once you do, things start to happen for you by a man named William Hutchinson Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y, and I'll include that in the description as well. Here's the quote. Until one is committed, there is hesitancy, the chance to draw back, always in effectiveness. Concerning all acts of initiative and creation, there is one elementary truth, the ignorance of which kills countless ideas and splendid plans, that the moment one definitely commits oneself, then providence moves too. All sorts of things occur to help one that would never otherwise have occurred. A whole stream of events issues from the decision, raising in one's favor all manner of unforeseen incidents and meetings and material assistance, which no man could have dreamt would have come his way. I have learned a deep respect for one of Goethe's couplets. Whatever you can do or dream you can, begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. Doesn't that quote just give you goosebumps? <laughs> yeah, and I think this uh, William Murray guy was an explorer, like an, a mountaineer or something. So this guy literally knew the definition of risk and adventure and stuff. And if you really sit and take the time to think about what it is that you're uh, reluctant to start creating or to start doing, it can't be as dangerous as going exploring up into the ice-cold mountains with just you and your snowshoes and a stick, you know, and, and supplies. You know what I mean. Or maybe it is. Maybe that is what you want to do. And, hey, I'm all for it. There's so much technology and cool stuff that you can use if you wanted to do that. So you want to get lost and you want to have to cut your arm off like that guy in 127 Hours, whatever that movie was. Yeah, you don't have to do that. You probably won't. So don't worry about it. But most of the time, the things that we want to do don't actually have that much personal harm even towards you. It could be just, I want to write this book, right? Mine, you know, I want to be an actor. It's, it's, there, there's going to be some huge life changes that I'm going to have to make, which I'm willing to make if and or when that is what I decide to do. And it is looking, it is looking more and more that I don't have a choice. So this is something that has really chosen me and I have to undertake the adventure. And, uh, this podcast has been so phenomenally helpful for me to, to express this stuff with other people out there. And I truly hope that you're listening and that you're getting something out of these podcasts because I, I plan on actually doing a lot more interviews. I know I keep saying that, but it's so hard to, to actually get people um, and, uh, and find people that, are, are, that I can work with the schedule-wise and get on the show so a friend of mine suggested the software that uh, you can actually interview people through it uh, that aren't 
you know, in the same state. So that's actually really cool. So that could be open to a lot of things. And I don't know the name of that software program. Sorry, Carlos. But if you Google, I'm sure, remote podcasting, there's got to be tons of stuff on there. So is it worth it? Is it going to be worth it to you? My opinion on it is, as long as you're making decisions that are based on real things that you value, then no matter what comes out of it, then absolutely. I don't think you have a choice otherwise. I really don't. And you may not be in a position where you can just drop everything and move to another city and start over, kind of like I am. However, there is so much that you can do that you might not be doing because you're afraid or because you have a lot of resistance and there's a lot of stuff going on in your life. But I really hope that you find the time to, to learn about yourself and what it is that's really important to you in your life and what it is that you really want to create. Because we're all, we're all artists in some way. A mother is an artist. She created a child, right? I mean, she had help, but she, you know, it's in the mom. <laughs> um, and we're all artists in our life. It's just what it is that you decide that you want to do. And then you have to face the fact of this is who you are. This is part of who you are. And it's scary. But at the same time, there is a feeling of integrity within that. Kind of like what Van, the Van Gogh quote was talking about is, is a serenity and a calmness that you can't get from anything else. It's, it's a very strange feeling, and it's an amazing feeling because it's the opposite of what I've ever felt to having a job or something that I just needed to have to make money at, which is kind of always a sense of um, anxiety and hustle and uh, always wanting to, um, I don't know, just make the money and then get out of there and then get on with my life and do the other things that I want to do. Um, but there's no serenity in that, and there's no calmness in that, uh, you know, especially... And unfortunately, a lot of times there's things that are kind of antithetical to what it is that we, that we want to do. That's the challenge. And you can't look at, it's another thing that I learned, he's out in Los Angeles is what our teacher was telling us. He's like, you cannot be telling all of, you know, yourself all of these negative things constantly and ever think that you're going to get anywhere doing anything. He's like, it's not a struggle. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. And it's the same thing for you. Whatever the challenge is, just look at it as a challenge and freaking go for it, man. All right. So I've got four more trips to go out there to L.A. I'm going to see if I can maybe get some interviews with somebody, people out there, you know, too, and uh, uh, kind of just go from there and probably chronicle a couple more uh, journeys here with you, let you know what's going on with me. And uh, I hope I can hear from some of you, too. I love it. So thank you so much for listening, and I love you guys. I will talk to you again very soon. Have a great day. Goodbye. Boy, you've got it. Hey, what's up, people? Just really quickly wanted to add, if there's anybody out there who would like to be interviewed for this podcast or has any comments or questions or concerns that they would like to address with me, feel free to reach out. My email is f-r-a-e-h-l at gmail.com. That's f-r-a-e-h-l at gmail.com. You can also leave me a comment. Also, if you're in the area of Phoenix, please stay tuned on my website for show dates, concert dates, 
play dates, actor dates, anything. If you just want to hang out with me, I'd like to hang out with you. Yeah, just check it out. It's all on the site. B-R-A-E-H-L.com. That's B-R-A-E-H-L.com. Goodbye for reals.